Hey guys, welcome back to the Staying Hungry podcast. Um, we're going to kind of be changing things up a little bit with some different formats, and we're also going to add one extra podcast a week. Um, so on Fridays, we'll be doing our usual kind of conversation uh, where we cover several topics. Um, and then on probably Tuesdays, um, we're still kind of ironing it out, but probably Tuesdays, we'll be doing kind of like a deep dive where we really dig into a topic and kind of maybe get a little technical with things. So um, definitely let us know what you think about them, um, and uh, we hope you enjoy. Um, today's podcast is dedicated to uh, to Mac Miller. Um, fortunately, he passed away today um, at 26 due to a drug overdose. So our thoughts and prayers um, definitely go out to his family and his loved ones and uh, really just thinking about him and taking some time to kind of remember him today. Um, So we're going to start the podcast off uh, talking a little bit about Mac um, and what he meant to us and we'll talk about Elon Musk's appearance on the uh, Joe Rogan Experience, the controversial Nike ad, Crazy Alex Jones, and getting out of your comfort zone. so getting back to Mac Miller, um, you know, he was definitely a pivotal component to um, the hip-hop industry, and um, I certainly listened to him a lot um, throughout the years. Um, never got to see him in concert, but, um, you know, definitely wish I would have, um, but I've always really enjoyed his music, and um I know he's touched a lot of people. Um, so, did you listen to him pretty a lot, Jeffrey? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I loved his music, like Fruit Park Market. Uh, it was one of his most recent ones. Uh, you know, watching movies, you know. Yeah. I didn't get to listen to his latest music they released, but he's always been an artist that I've, you know, listened to and really enjoyed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, um, it's, it's a, anytime I see, you know, someone losing their life to, um, drug related, um, issues or mental illness issues, um, depression, uh, suicide, you know, it kind of hits me in a certain spot and, um, I've, been a, I've been kind of touched by a lot of that stuff and it's definitely affected my life and um, you know I'll kind of get into it and I'll let Jeffrey kind of you know touch on his experience but I'll, I'll get into it more in another episode when I kind of feel comfortable doing so but um, you know we just want to say if, if anyone's out there struggling or just kind of needs to reach out and talk to us um, you know, we can hopefully relate to you and uh, just shoot us a DM on Instagram, Staying Hungry Podcast, or on Twitter, Stay H Podcast. Or you can even shoot us an email at uh, Staying Hungry Podcast at gmail.com. So we'd love to talk to you and um, definitely, you know, kind of help you with anything you might be going with and just let you know what we've gone through and, um, you know, it's just, it's always sad seeing, um, something like this happen. So, you know, we thought it'd be good to take a little bit of time and reflect on his life 
and um, just kind of talk about that. So, um, you know, um, I think I've just, I, th I think I saw the news on Twitter, um, and it's really just kind of exploded with people talking about, you know, how much he's meant to them, and, um, you know, just kind of um, reminiscing on the good times and the concerts they've gone to and things like that and just you know all my favorite creators on on uh, online um definitely kind of just you know taking some time to think about that so um jeffrey um anything you got there i mean it's terrible just to hear about it i i learned about it because someone texted me today and was you know told me that he had passed away from a drug overdose, and like you said, drug overdoses are just, there's one of those things that, I mean, it hits me in a certain spot, because those type of, de those type of things means that there was something going in the background, to me. Yeah. You know, there's, there was obviously something that was tearing him apart. Yeah. yeah, something that was there. And like, that's why we want y'all to know that we are our our you know DMs are open, any form of communication between us and y'all, you can, I will always be able to listen and give us try to relate to y'all and give you some advice with what you know we've kind of done to deal with you know stuff like you know, depression and stuff like that that we've kind of dealt with as we've grown up. Um, but yeah, it's just. It's crazy. Yeah. I, I didn't even believe it when I got the text message. I was I, I Google I Googled it immediately. Yeah. And of course, you know. Yeah. Um, I think one of our biggest kind of hopes and uh, wishes is that you know through this podcast, um, you know we might not have a big following right now, but we hope to grow that and be able to kind of have a meaningful impact on our followers and um, kind of shed light on these kind of taboo subjects that maybe aren't talked about a ton, but um, might be some things that we've dealt with or have experienced through family or whatever. Um, and maybe we can be there to, to help um, and maybe pro provide some insight and relief and um, you know we hope to kind of grow a community where you guys can interact with each other um, you can interact with us and just be a safe place to talk about stuff and keeping negative negativity at the door um, and so you know we hope that um, you guys enjoy what we're doing you know we're certainly working on formats and and how we're um, putting this out there and you know, trying to look at feedback and kind of adjust as that comes in. But, um, yeah, I mean, anytime something like this Mac Miller thing happens, it, it, uh, kind of reminds me just to, you know, tell everyone that I love them and, um, have a little bit of sympathy, a lot of sympathy for, like Jeffrey said, there, there's usually something, something else going on. Um, and there's a reason why that pain was being covered up. So, um, you know, it, uh, it just makes you kind of look back and say, you know, what, what can I do differently going forward to, um, 
you know, just help other people and uh, possibly, you know, just just be there. Um, so, you know, like I said, our thoughts and prayers go out to him and his family. And, um, you know, we definitely want to give him the, uh, the respect and, and, and whatnot um, that he deserves. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, exactly. And like, he, like you touched on, you know, with the community part, I really do hope that that does happen where we're able to talk about subjects that a lot of people don't. And we are going to because I feel like the more you talk about things that may be difficult now or, you know, whatever, whatever stage you are at with, you know, things you're going through and everyone has their things, the more you talk about it, the easier it is to talk about it, the easier it is to process those things and the easier it is to deal with them. It's just, it's how it works because the more you hide it, the more it digs at you. And it's always going to be there. Yeah. Like it's, you, you just, you got to, you got to hit it in the face. Yeah, you can't, you gotta right can't hook do it alone. You got to right hook it. No, you, you can't do it alone. No. no, you need, you need support. Yeah. And that's where your friends and family comes in and you really, they're there to help. Yeah. Like, at least I would hope that a lot of families are, and I'm sure there are, they are, but you just got to start that conversation with yourself and your friends and family. No, definitely. I totally agree. Um, so we'll kind of jump to a little bit of a lighter subject. Um, so Elon Musk was on the Joe Rogan experience last night and, um, it was quite entertaining. Um, (laughs) he, uh, yeah, (laughs) the press kind of jumped onto the fact that he was smoking weed on the podcast. He took a hit. He didn't even inhale it, um, so I was a little crazy and blown up. But uh, I really enjoyed it. I uh, I've been a big fan of Joe Rogan's for a while. He got me into flotation therapy. Um, I've seen him live um, doing his stand-up. It's really good. Um, and then obviously, <laughs> you know, we I think we've talked about Musk, you know, the first and second episodes. So we're a big fan of his. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. I saw that on Twitter. And I immediately jumped on YouTube and saw that it was live and started watching it. And, you know, he, he just, he always gets my brain going. Um, it's, it's so awesome. I love it. Um, he's such a crazy dude. But, uh, you know, he was having a good time drinking some whiskey and, uh, you know, took a hit of a joint or a blunt. Um, so no, uh, no big deal there. Um. I don't know. What do you think about that reaction that people had? I mean, I think it's pretty understandable because it is not every day that you see a CEO of a company like his yeah. take a hit from a joint on like a literally being recorded doing it yeah. and is okay with it going out. Like that doesn't happen. Right. You don't see Bill Gates going around doing that. You don't see Tim Cook. You don't see like anyone. Yeah. And he's just like, so was so nonchalant. About M- Musk likes to push sorry. the limits, man. <laughs> no, oh, he does. And he, do you remember seeing his face when he did it? He was like, "Oh, that's cool," and just like, yeah, casually hands it back. I was like, "Wow!" And then he gets a bunch. He of has texts. he has some balls yeah. to do. And then he gets like, a bunch of texts from like friends and family that are watching, like telling him like, "What the hell? Why did you do that?" And uh, he's just like, 
you know he shows so little emotion like I was trying to figure out what he was thinking it's just like dead you know like nothing going on there um I think he was I think it was kind of like a stick him to the board because remember the past couple weeks you know five six weeks with uh everything so when going out with Tesla and him now trying to go you know private I think this is almost like sticking it to the man but more like sticking it to the board yeah <laughs> like he's gonna do what he wants yeah he uh, he is the the man the man in the chair you can't yeah I know like if I was in his position I would think twice before doing something like that on you know I, I oh yeah and I would do the Joe same Rogan's um definitely would not be smoking weed but I mean I don't know I'm not in his position I don't have that kind of money um, you know, he can kind of do whatever he wants, but yeah, he is the, the CEO and owner of a public company with, uh, with a yeah. board. So you just yeah. got to kind of, kind of be careful there. Um, but I definitely, yeah, I, de- I definitely agree. I liked what, you know, he was talking a lot about Neuralink and limbic system and just, um, uh, I I just really, a lot of that resonates with me. Just like the our in or our output is so slow. You know, we use our our thumbs, and it's just incredibly um, inefficient to be typing on stuff. And just the fact that if we can somehow build this neural lace, you know, Neuralink, um, and interface with the computer um directly from our brain i mean i was just thinking of all the things that would happen it's like (sighs) your thoughts would become placed on there it'd be so and you could be like oh i want to google for this and you could literally think about it like it's it's so the, the possibilities are endless and it's like it's almost i mean i'm sure you've seen sci-fi movies right with like um you know interfaces like that with it being almost like built into their eyes or like glass like stuff like that or they're they have such great input from their environment or what they want to do that it makes things almost too easy yeah yeah i mean i think we definitely have a long way to go it's going to be quick when it starts happening but on the technological side um still a lot of advances that need to be made but uh, the only the thing that worries me there is like the security aspect of things like you got something plugged into your brain that might be feeding you information think about viruses like that that's uh that's pretty serious viruses being hacked i don't know if you've ever heard of uh ghost of the shell no there's a ghost in the shell is kind of like it's a show it's an anime originally, but it's actually came. I think they came out with like an actual movie with Scarlett Johansson a couple of years ago. And there's actual things about like you know people having interfaces and being hacked, their brains being hacked, mm-hmm. and like them punching themselves and stuff like that. Like that could be a real thing. Yeah, people absolutely. could literally create impulses in your side of your brain to, you know, make you do things, and that's a sca- or even kill you. Like think yeah. about a shortage or something inside of your brain just like making you brain dead yeah 
there's a there's a lot of aspects that are kind of questionable with that and i i want to like hack around with that stuff but it's yeah it's real risky you know you're kind of crossing a thin line there and um you know when you start messing with the brain talking life or death um it's got to be something non-invasive right you know it needs to be something that can hook up to the brain and be easily removed and i really don't know if it can be a neural lace like elon says um that's quite invasive he says it's non-invasive he says that you're gonna inject something into your jugular it's gonna go up like a little ball and it's gonna unfold over your cortex that's just uh it's a little too much for me i think we've got the right idea with uh, eeg headsets uh, where they sit on the scalp um, i think that's really what it needs to to be similar to it, it needs to be on the skin and it needs to be hypersensitive so that it can measure your brain waves um, and really you know tell what decipher yeah yeah decipher what it, what is being inputted and outputted and where it's going but that's like it's so hard like to we don't even fully understand the brain no like me and you have talked about this before we talked about ai and how it's almost like a joke because we're always i mean sure machine learning is cool mm-hmm. sure like ai is really cool yeah. like there's aspects in the business world and products that use it really well mm-hmm. But is it true AI? No. Right. And the path to true AI or even understanding the brain fully is going to be, you know, filled with roadblocks. Yeah. And I'm almost and I'm almost scared that like that we're never actually gonna figure it out. Cause remember how you know about like I think is it string theory? Is it no, it's not string theory. Where objects act like waves and particles. Yeah, I I, I can't and you remember. You can't what actually it's see them change, and you can't actually see them change. Yeah. But when we try to look at it, it it literally hides itself. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things where I'm like, maybe we are not supposed to understand the brain. Maybe there's something way bigger going on. Yeah, I mean, we have yet to figure it out. So, um, it certainly says a lot about how complex it is you know that's kind of an obvious thing how complex the brain is um but you know we we've got to figure out how to and i don't know you might be right i mean um it's it's gonna be difficult um i like to think that like if i was out there doing this i'd figure it out real quick but I don't know, there's some really smart people, smarter than me, that are working on this stuff, and, you know. I mean, if we had billions of dollars, and that's the only thing we did, I'm sure we could figure it yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Hey, guys, go but subscribe like, to our Patreon. It's uh, Patreon. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, go go start. Donate us $100 million. We'll figure it out, we'll, and we'll put your we'll, name on the we'll, patent. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll literally say, created by Jeffrey Buddy and Mitchell Bernelli. And your name your name will be like below it'll say right? your name here because we forgot to put your name yeah. there but thanks for the 100 mil yeah. appreciate it yeah yeah we appreciate it <laughs> we'll make sure to keep you in like some sort of uh, book we write yeah we got donated money and they contributed we'll send you a mailing list <laughs> but um 
yeah i mean very invasive um you know it's just yeah and that's elon talking like yeah elon when elon when elon talks sometimes he kind of just you know he can go off into tangents where it's almost yeah i'm interested to see what the i don't know he was talking about something that is going to they're going to make some announcement for Neuralink in a couple months about something pretty big i don't know if that's what that's all about so we'll have to kind of keep an eye out for what that is but um yeah i mean you know it's uh it's interesting i don't know we'll, we'll kind of see what happens with it and uh where it goes um so you know uh hope for the best there and um i'd like to get into that industry at some point so i, no, I hope I it mean, goes well i would love to do that too i mean it'd be so cool to work with even just researching ai in, in a much deeper fashion yeah or even like linking to the brain and understanding the brain in a more i guess feasible way because i guess right now it's very basic for us i had the thought of like when we have kids what if they're like what if we no longer have doctors um it's all just like through a computer because like watson ibm watson is doing a lot of like cancer research and stuff um what if our kids look at that as we look at like not having airplanes or whatever it's just like what how did you travel you know like our kids look at it and the shift for them is like because i haven't seen one of those shifts and and humanity yet but it's like what you went to like a person doctor isn't that dangerous like do they know what they're doing like because right now doctors don't know a lot you know like we've said the brain is very complex they certainly know a lot but there's a lot lacking and so you know if if we build this super intelligence like of course i would rather that treat me than a human doctor that has many flaws and only went to school for eight years or whatever um so you know that might be kind of a paradigm shift as far as no. in the future um what that looks like so no it will um and i mean going back to that thing about how, us not having doctors the thing i've always like thought about is you know what nanomites are yeah so like if for anyone who doesn't know, they're like nano-sized robots. So they're tenth to the negative uh, nine power meter sized. They're that's like the rough size. They're extremely small, and they're able to travel anywhere inside of you know machines, and even your, your body. Hopefully, your body. Yeah. So that would be us eliminating doctors because one. You could target cancer cells. Absolutely. You could literally make the body in, in, impenetrable. And eventually, you could make it have armor. You could literally have a nanomite skin under your skin. It could be another layer. Like, you could, this is like, this is where it be, where, that's where the pair, I feel like that's going to be a shift. Is when we get, we have all these, you know, like Black Mirror, adding all these additions. Yeah. You know, Neuralink, nanomite technology. We're pretty much getting close to the era of you know bio additions bio like cyborg type stuff yeah. 
creating superhumans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what's up with this uh, this controversial Nike ad? Oh, uh, Colin Kaepernick was like on the was the face of it, and uh, <laughs> everyone freaked out. They, you know, were starting to cut up their Nike signs. I, they were burning them. They were burning their Nike shoes. Uh, it is, it's ridiculous to me. I, like, you bought the shoe. Hey, you already paid for it. <laughs> yeah, and, like, why would you burn it? Like, uh, and that's kind of like burning your jersey because someone left. Like, they can do what they want the same way that a girl who you're dating, if they break up with you and you get all sad and stuff, you're not going to go around burning stuff. Like that's childish. Like it's, yeah. Like it's this, it's kind of like the same form of fashion. There's no real point. And I understand people's point, like, uh, I guess stand on the uh, kneeling during the, um, pledge of allegiance. National that's anthem. one of the reasons that they're, yeah, now we're national anthem. Yeah. Uh, they're, that's the reason they're doing it just seems kind of ridiculous funny thing is nfl had no idea that this ad was even be released Mm -hmm. so (laughs) it's kind of like they're just getting a slap to the face yeah yeah like i I don't feel real strongly one way or the other um as far as the kneeling goes um not me i i think like president trump kind of made it real you know, turned it into something bad. Um, and then people started looking at it really negatively. Um, if that's how you want to, I don't know. Like part of me thinks it's, Oh, I don't know. Like part of me thinks it's a little disrespectful, but I, I just, I don't really have, I don't really lean one way or the other for the most part. Like, um, a lot of people really, feel strongly about people kneeling during the uh national anthem but um you know i just um if that's how you need to show your support for a cause then um so be it i'm not gonna i'm not gonna like go off on you or whatever um i'm sure there are things that i do that people think are disrespectful but i see in a different way um so you know um, interesting choice by Nike. Oh yeah, it was a very interesting choice. Um, now I don't know why they did it. Either way, uh, strategic, like it's a business. So yeah, they could definitely their get sales impressed. actually did. Yeah. yeah, and their sales increased a ton. Yeah, I bet. because of it. Like like no matter, even if people burn their like they got tons of press. I mean. It's, no matter whether or not you're burning their stuff, you're giving them advertising. Yeah. Same same reason that, you know, when Trump was being, you know, before he was elected, people would talk about him like you're literally giving him press. Yeah. <laughs> like you're literally it doesn't like, really matter if here it's guys, bad look press. at Trump. It's, it's yeah, it doesn't press, matter. You know, it's it's yeah. getting the word out there and free advertising. You know, a lot of people just see Nike, Nike, Nike or whatever and they get an impulse to go buy some shoes, you know. Um, it's yeah, uh, thoughts stick with you, and you're subconscious, like yeah. And it's fair, like it's it's you know like freedom to represent what you want to represent. But let's think about this logically. Like, how much of a point are you proving? 
how long is this going to be going on, you know, in a year, two years, are you going to look back and be like, damn, I wish I still had those Nike, uh, those Nike shoes, you know, like maybe you have enough money not to care about that. But, um, I think it's a little ignorant to like burn an item like that to, to show your support for something. Yeah, and it's like, it's like, a, it's like burning money. Yeah, it is. You're like if they yeah. Nike's aren't not Nike's aren't cheap. No, like some of the shoes that I saw people burning were like Air Maxes or like stuff like that. Those are like a hundred plus dollar shoes. Yeah. Like it's literally the equivalent of burning. Just be like, I'm gonna burn a hundred dollar bill to, you know, because I'm mad at Nike. Like, just don't buy from Nike anymore. Yeah. If you feel if you feel the need to, just don't do. Yeah, it like it's fine to voice your opinion and be like you know Nike I don't agree with this like whatever tweet about it do whatever you want but like just think about it before you burn your shit you know um it just you know it's just giving them good press I don't have anything wrong with that you know it's the people (laughs) that are making the decision to do that but you know not everyone understands how marketing works good or bad press doesn't really matter so um yeah a lot of people don't that's like i've tried to explain it to people i remember when like remember when we lived together and uh we talked about like good or bad press with trump and like i tried explaining it to people and because like you people that were tweeting about it and stuff like that like i was like good or bad press it doesn't matter like you're giving him he is you are literally being like everyone look at trump Everyone think about Trump. Yeah, like it's uh, yeah, it's it's crazy. Um, I de- I mean, definitely let us know what you think about the whole Nike incident. Um, you know, or we'd love to hear. Yeah, um, but those are kind of our thoughts on that subject. No real strong thoughts other than why are you burning your shit you know yeah exactly (laughs) Um, doesn't make a lot of sense to us maybe it makes sense to you because you're the one doing it but uh, if you do if you do have a good point i would love to hear about it i'm not going to turn it down i'm not going to say you're wrong but i would love to understand yeah maybe we'll even have you on the podcast so let us know yeah yeah (laughs) we could even put a clip of you talking in or something like your explanation send us an audio file we'll look at it um so on other news Crazy Alex Jones, that guy oh, from Infowars. Oh man, that guy's a psychopath. My God. Um, wow, dude. There's compilations of him talking say, like yeah. about the most craziest things ever, like about aliens. Have you seen the one where he's got like the foil hat on his head because he thinks people <laughs> yes. are hacking into his brain? That was one of the, that was one of the, compa- the compilations I watched. Oh just my like, God, it's like this guy's oh, fucking man. nuts. Like. What the hell? You know, like, he... He he lost it. He sells, like, these stupid supplements that, like, he just lies about what they what do. Are some, what, what, are the, what are the supplements actually for? Like, I think they're, like, they nootropics. Called? They're, like, for your brain. Um, Alex Jones nootropics. Or supplements to... or something. Oh, he has weight loss ones, actually. <laughs> and he, <laughs> he posts this dumb fucking picture of himself like before and after pictures on the before one it's like fat alex jones like sucking his gut in and like after 
he's like a little a little more tan and uh like yeah he's sucking his gut in on the second one and it's so dumb it's the worst before after he was like no no no. he looks like and this i'm looking at it right now it looks like in the second picture he's like holding his breath so hard (laughs) like he is bright bright red like he's got yeah he's got some issues um he's no i don't know what he's like maybe it's because he realizes that the more you know attention he has on him so hey, it's the good bad press like, thing but good yeah yeah you know, exactly goes back he right said some really dumb stuff about like sandy hook um thinking it's a conspiracy and you know that's really down uh you know that's degrading to the families and stuff of the people that lost their lives and um you know he just um he says the dumbest stuff and just you know he's kind of reaping the consequences of what he's saying now in a really big way by by getting yeah by getting kicked off of how many platforms twitter uh youtube apple i think facebook like it's um it's insane you know like it's uh and then i see him like when i just want a good laugh at I'll I'll go watch a video of him, and like, <laughs> he's so dumb. It's hilarious, um, like how crazy he is. I, I don't know. Maybe it's a big media play. Maybe it is that a lot of people skeptical. No, it, it, it is. I think it is. I think it is a media play because he's like, he doesn't care whether he gets good or bad press he's just here to make money but you think about like, like all these plat he went too far because like all these platforms that's how he probably gets a i don't know like 60 80 percent of his traffic through these creation platforms and now he's no longer allowed on them um so he, he definitely went too far with that there, there there is a fine line between you know too much and and um, you know, the right amount if that's how you want to play the game. But um, dude, dude, this is—he's got everything from supplements to like, you know, nuclear. How to survive nuclear, you know, warfare to body armor. Yeah, called Doomsday Prepper. It's uh. This is crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. This is. Wild. I don't know how to take him a lot of times, but he's a funny guy. He's a good comedian. Um, he's doing a good job if he's faking it all, so I'll give him that at least. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, um, getting out of your comfort zone, um, kind of talking about that, um, and how important I think that is to, um, strengthen your, 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 mental health and um just lowering and getting rid of your ego and uh just how in a mental way how good that is for you and by getting out of your comfort zone um i mean anything from walking up to strangers and talking to them and giving them a high five all the way to you know taking a spontaneous trip to europe um whatever you can do, uh, and it, uh, 
I don't know, it's been really important for me to do, um, to really challenge myself and um, live by the motto um, of staying uncomfortable. And it, it doesn't sound normal, but um, it really has helped me in, you know, just staying on my toes. And I, you know, I've gone through a lot of uncomfortable events in life. And it helps me to learn from those events and to be stronger when I come around to, to new things. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it, it really has been helpful for me. No, uh, yeah, like just, like you said, talking to strangers, saying have a good day. Like if you, have, if you struggle even just talking to people, creating conversation, you know, it may be talking to your, you know, people that you haven't talked to at work or just random people at a coffee shop or even talking to a girl that you like or think that's cute, like just going out of that, the little box that you have. Yeah. Just kind of jumping outside of it and taking, going out on a limb. I think it's good for growth. And the more you do it, the more you get out of your comfort zone, the easier it becomes. And then it's almost like second nature. Yeah. It just it just becomes easy to do that because you've done it so many times. It definitely you know start small, um, work your way up. But um, talked about this this YouTube channel several times on the podcast. Um, I'm a massive fan. Uh, it's called Yes Theory, um, and their motto is Seek Discomfort, which I absolutely love. I think I'm gonna get it tattooed. Um, because it's just such a, it's been so important to my life. Go watch some of their videos. Um, they, I'd like to kind of create a movement similar to that and kind of join in with them at some point. Um, I know Jeffrey and I want to start a YouTube channel and um, we want to uh, build a community around that that motto and. Uh, maybe partner up with those guys sometime um, because um, it's, it's really been impactful to me uh, to do those things. Um, so, you know, uh, we want to continue doing things out of our comfort zone, you know, like starting a podcast, um, things like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just kind of doing things that you may have thought were crazy. Yeah six months ago even now like just trying it out yeah and um just gaining new experiences um new skills um things like that be really really helpful um a lot of reasons so you know there's um a lot of good content out there um and definitely we'll, we'll kind of talk more about some of it throughout the, the episodes, but um, I'm sure we'll have a dedicated Tuesday episode at some point on it, but, um, you know, definitely something that I have really gained a lot from and believe strongly in, um, but I think that about wraps up the, the episode for today, um, so thank you for listening. Um, And we'll be back Tuesday with a kind of dedicated deep dive episode. So have a great weekend and rest of the week. Thanks, guys.